Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 146 of Final Boss TV. Normally, of course, your WoW and gay rating show until today, because today marks about that midway point. I started doing these. This is my second one of these episodes of sort of a QA and update video. I am your host. My name is Adam KKV. I run this shindig. This is my real life job now technically sitting in this chair on my butt talking to your butts across wherever it is that you live in the worlds and of, of warcraft and other ones too but it was about six months ago i sat down and did one of these sort of update q a talk to you guys get feedback get suggestions and i have the notes up for those that show episode number 125 turned out to be like two and a half hours long i will not keep you sitting here for two and a half hours today I have sort of slimmed down certain things that I were working on, and we have a stats section after the usual mid-show break, and then a whole bunch of announcements and talking points and stuff like that today, but it's just me sitting here talking to you, so I'm just going to kill the background music and just, like, slow that down, and we're going to take this El Casual style. I do have a region set up here on the show. It will not be awkward for the audio listeners. You'll just be listening to me for an hour, but for you watching... Uh, I just scooted over to the left a little bit and I have the alert box, the event list down here. So if you follow our sub or anything during the show today, that should pop up. We actually have the little bit boss down here. So if you guys want to fight that out during the, the show today, that's totally fine. And right there next to the discord partner, final boss TV, that little space, these sub pop-ups will pop up. There'll be no sound on them. There'll be no sound on any of these. Let me actually double check. There should be no sound on any of these. No. They'll animate and whatnot, but they should be silent, so you won't hear all the nonsense. But because this is an update video and these sort of things, this all is because of everyone sitting out there watching and listening right now. I want to sort of incorporate that into one place. But you'll notice also behind me, if you haven't freaked out yet, that is the partition that's always behind me. It's just that I am redoing the, the sheeting of it, the black sheet that usually tapers. See, this tapers back... Because that's my blackout curtain, that's my sliding glass door in my room. And this is the partition that has a blackout sheet on top of it so that the whole thing blacks out behind me. But, that's, let me get back in my position here. But that's sort of what I was saying in the, the preamble that you'll be maybe freaked out about. So I think this is the first time you've ever seen, uh, as my cord tries to strangle me, you've seen that actual partition, which is it's just a, a three-room sort of partition. I don't know. It's not too fancy, but that's that's what it is. But in the, uh, I was redoing my soundproofing foam on my, my door here, which you can't really see. I mean, I could go like this. There we go. So there's Captain, it goes all the way down to the floor now. From the top to the bottom, it goes down. There we go. If you listen to the audio-only version of the show right now, that might sound really weird. But uh, if you're watching it live or on YouTube, then you'll know what I just did. I think I moved my camera. I moved it too much. There we go. There we go. Fine. Perfect. Sort of. I don't know. I probably messed it all up and I look ridiculous. But, you know, that's, that's usually how it happens. So, 
Oh, and that didn't take very long. <laughs> I'm not going to shout everyone out for the show, but I want you guys to be there. But I will say that, that that it works. Everything works. There's no sound. So that's, that's, that's good. That's good. But Jason, thank you for the tier three. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But that's sort of the, the point of why I think doing one of these every six months or so. I don't do like subscriber Q and A's. I don't, I mean, I answer questions all the time on my, on my live stream, right? We stream 50, 40 to 50 hours a week, right? Um, and that's just sort of how it's been. And I don't need like an extra stream. Other broadcasters do like a sit down, like the Q&A stream or whatever. But I think every six months or so, it's good to sit down and sort of update things. What? Scrappy's asking me a question in chat. Bay, do you or do you not? Why? Know about the bird. Can you see my jaw twitching? So I put up with all the time. These these nerds! Because everyone knows that the bird is the word. Hmm, perfect. Very well. Great way to great way to bring that up on the show. Perfect. Appreciate that. Keeping it keeping it classy in chat there. What is Jackson hosting me today? Really? Oh well that's something else. Um I'm in the IRL channel during the show today just because I don't really think there is a reason to be in the gaming talk show channel. I'm talking about my channel and sort of the situation we're in right now, but I'm also not talking about World of Warcraft directly. So it's the first time in the IRL channel. So if any other weirdos come in outside of Scrappy, who's already here, then, you know, it would be fine. That's not a big deal. But I have a whole bunch. So I, I, I wrote down... Last year, I looked at all the suggestions that people have given me, multiplayer suggestions, um, the put my emotes in the emoji add-on, more guide-style videos, pre-show meetings with guests to Patreon. Only, but this this happened. I probably checked these things off on the things that actually happened. That actually happened. Um, sub reviewer, sub and viewer runs for World of Warcraft. That also happened. Uh, season two of Epic WoW Battles of History has not happened. BTS setup equipment vlog style video. That has not happened yet. I actually was asked if we can go over my setup and go through all of my equipment stuff today on this sort of update video. And that's also not going to happen. I was, I've been sitting here for the past three hours prepping to get this show running. And if you're watching it live, you know that I was about 10 minutes late because such as it is. But there's a lot of little things we can definitely go over. And uh, the notes I made for myself in the uh, so episode 125 was last Q&A update year-end 2016. That was about six months ago. It's July 2nd today. And there's a lot of little things in this that I, I looked back on and I was like, hmm, I actually did the things. And I wrote down, uh, the show's broken up into two parts today. So this little preamble nonsense we'll get in here in a moment. And then after, like, the regular mid-show commercial break, I have a whole bunch of stats we'll break down. And then that's when we'll just, like, go back and forth and have have some discussion and talk and uh, suggestions and, and things from, uh, from you guys in chat if you want to throw anything my way. But I guess the first thing I wanted to bring up here, I probably should bring my notes somewhere more in front of my face. They're way over here on the side where they normally am. But that's sort of, like, the magic of the show. Like, you don't ever see me, like, applying chapstick or taking a drink, really, on the live show. Or you see me looking at sides of things. Because I always switch to different cameras. I have no cameras today. 
I mean, guest one camera is this, guest two camera is this, the four camera is this. Everything is empty. It's just me. So we're back to back to this one. There we go. Everything I'll repopulate here. Blah, 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 blah. There it goes. But yeah, last live Q&A update show was December 11th, 2016, episode number 125. And back then, in the top of my notes, I had talked about Florida Hospital and talked about that uh, I had said that by January to mid-February, I'd be done with Florida Hospital. And as it turns out, the end of that was, let me get this tweet up here. So March 2nd, March 2nd, I did end everything was done with Florida Hospital. So... It's one of my largest tweets that I ever made before. And that has been out since, yeah, March 2nd. That's when I was, I knew it was done. I've had some like small bits and projects here and some email correspondence and stuff that I've tried to set up with, uh, with them if I need anything done. Cause obviously I did work for them for almost four years in total. And, um, I have heard nothing back really. That's why I've been, I've been sitting here on my butt ever since then talking to people. And this tweet thread is pretty epic if you want to follow it i'm just kind of scrolling through right now and all the love and support that was i'm still going that was put in this thread is pretty wild actually and you can go to show more replies here there we go i don't know why is ti's reply the one that is squelched under show more replies wow too bad but there's a lot in that tweet thread you can go check that out of course that's the pinned tweet on my twitter but that is uh Milestone high. Oh, toss that in chat actually right now as I think about it. But that was, it was pretty on point. I knew it was coming. I knew the transition was going to happen. It took a little longer, but yeah, March 2nd was the last time. So I've been full-time YouTube, Twitch, etc. since then. And um, it's been terrifying, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. It's actually like completely terrifying. And the the weirdest part about it is... Because I don't have, like, a job to report to anymore, technically. I don't have a... Pardon me, I'm a little bit stuffy. Uh, I don't have a job to report to directly anymore. I don't wake up and have, like, a 9 to 5. Even though my job at Florida Hospital is more like a 10 to 3-ish. Depending on the, the time of day that everything happened. Who's that? Captain Random. I see that pop-up. See? It fits right there. It's so nice. But, um, you report to us! I will never report to you, Scrappy. You can sit right down there, mind your own business, enjoy your jello pudding cups, and be quiet. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> we are your boss, your final boss. Dang it. That's true enough, I suppose. And so that, that the daily routine thing is so weird, right? That I sort of wake up and my day is sort of that my, around my lunchtime, even into my early morning, depending on how late I sleep, depending on how late I stay up. The streamer life is weird because you want to fill your, your sort of slot, right? And my slot is my evening which leads sort of right into when Preach or Noble usually wake up and stream um, during their day. Noble's usually not awake that early for him. He actually sort of, he's in the middle, I think. 
because Novel's auto host normally hits me when I go live around 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And then I go for about 8 to 10 hours, sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. And then Preacher, you start right after me. So we have this like three-part prong going right now, bam, bam, bam. And it's mostly my thanks to the two of those beautiful nerds that they even like have ever plugged me ever. They were both huge fish in the sea before I even came, you know, into the ocean and, and started flapping around. But um, yeah, so we have that, that little circle going on there, but just trying to to keep up with that. So it's it's because after each day, like all I want to do is, is broadcast, right? The Monday through Friday basically is just broadcasting. I only really have Saturday as a day off. And the day off Saturday normally becomes down to doing other things. Either I have meetings or I have emails or I have some correspondency things to work on. I'm actually still in the process of actually bringing on a manager to help with said emails, organization, Google document guide organization and, and upgrading. We have a lot of things I want to put on there. Uh, I was trying to work with a, a, a web developer to redo the entire website and have better hooks to like integrate with, with Twitter and YouTube and Twitch and that kind of stuff and make it more of a, a website that actually has new age, you know, 2017, you know, applets and things like that, that actually work and to integrate the channel guide functionality into the website itself. Cause the guide gets so much traffic that why don't I help direct that traffic to the actual website? Because that's a lot more important and there's a lot more things there. I can put FAQ there. I can get my gear and all of my uh, my peripherals all updated for that and actually have that as a place because that has not been a thing that I've been worked on. And I guess the only follow-up to that, the end one, is that many people ask me here and there, is that there is no news on war crimes. I keep looking at my camera region knowing that my hand is in the shot, but it's not in the shot in this frame. It actually goes, falls out in the distance, but there's still no, there's no update about war crimes. Largest part and parcel is because I probably work close to 60 hours a week as it is. And war crimes, A, very expensive. Uh, I put down here that my original early financial plan that I had wrote, written up in 2015 was around fifteen dollars to $20,000. Uh, I actually had already spent somewhere around $2,000 when I was in early production with the guy that made the trailer. That trailer was made by a professional video company, the actual War Crimes trailer. So the voiceover work and the, the whole trailer was done by a small group of people that actually put together and do real commercial editing stuff. And then we had all the stuff worked out for the show intro, the actual War Crimes intro. And then we had the now mostly defunct WoW 3D tool, which has been picked back up by a dev coder person to maybe get it working again. But Blizzard has done some things with Legion that are like breaking the functionality of making the WoW 3D tool work. So we'll see about how that works in the future. But that, that tool was meant to be created for everyone. The WoW 3D tool was supposed to be created and everyone, all the different machinimators or graphic artists could use it for free. I was paying for that, to put that out into the world of Warcraft sphere for all the artists and things like that to make that happen. So we'll see if that actually gets to, to, to be a thing. I don't, uh, I, maybe, but that was one of the biggest linchpins in making War Crimes was we needed the, a program to pull the game files, the models, the terrain to actually be able to use that in 
in 3ds max to use that in maya to then edit and animate and, and move forward and that that not being done is a huge roadblock that and the, the 15 to twenty thousand dollars right because i got there's voice actors to pay there was writing support to pay there was like actually voice actors that were going to that needed to be paid like expensive ones so like real voice actresses i was actually looking to sort of combine sort of freelance for free like in our realm voice actors and then actors that actually had repertoire they, they were on they're in unions or whatever they needed to be paid for the script they get paid by minutes basically and you have to have the whole script done because you need to add up the minutes they would need and then they get paid based on the minutes that they have to record so there's a whole slew of things that was just a, a massive undertaking so hopefully one day i get to make that i don't know if um you know i had the large streamers out there get so many like other opportunities to build and create things because their their broadcasts or YouTube channels are so established they can move on to other projects. The biggest success story I would say is like Day Nine. Sean went from the Day Nine Daily and now he does like huge esports events. He has all the stuff he's done with Geek and Sundry, the multiple different shows he's had, you know, here and there and everywhere. So that's a huge thing you can do after you get to a certain point where you can go and evolve and do other things. So. We'll see. We'll see. And then I was looking through my notes from last year, and there were a lot of like weird things I found about how I thought like Twitch and YouTube worked back then, six months ago. And the whole overall like supporting of content that you want to be created. And not everyone needs this, not to like be dismissive of the larger channels, but everyone feels the the YouTube change differently. So YouTube now, back when I was writing this, what did I actually write down? Let me look on the notes for 125. I was writing down stuff about like ads. So yeah, I was like, watch ads on YouTube, like the videos you enjoy, comment on the videos you enjoyed or had questions about. And then I said, YouTube is and has changed their algorithm for how YouTube creators earn income and grow on the platform. But that's like not even a thing anymore. All YouTube cares about is watch minutes watching the stuff you like that's it likes don't matter dislikes don't matter all that shows is uh to the broadcaster to the content creator to the youtuber whatever that shows the proportion of of people who actually liked what your video did and who didn't so if you get videos that have like a ton of dislikes you know like hmm maybe i shouldn't make that again but overall youtube doesn't care about comments anymore likes and dislikes engagement <laughs> Don't care. All YouTube cares about is watch minutes. So if you're watching something by someone you like, watch the whole video. Because they're competing now with like the likes of Netflix and Hulu and even trying to grow beyond that with YouTube Red and obviously the YouTube TV, which... But watch minutes. That's all they care about. The more minutes of stuff that you watch of what you like the more that helps that channel. It's that it's that easy. There is some there's some algorithm like tomfoolery that's in there and like how you name your videos, like when you launch your videos. That's kind of like back-end nonsense for for YouTubers, but that's for for the audience. Like get YouTube red, that's super helpful because that means that if you have ad block turned off as you should, all ads that you would watch that you don't see anymore all get put in that bundle and given to the YouTuber as, as normally. 
and then just watch minutes. Just watch their stuff. Like the stuff that you like. Just if you just watch their videos, you know, watch to their entirely. The more you watch their stuff, the better. Uh, Twitch had updates to tiers of subscriptions now. I'll go into more on that in the stats section of the show. I broke down and went through all the different tiered stats and craziness. Patreon has the pledge tiers, of course, that have been existed for a while. My Patreon page has two dollars, five dollars, ten, twenty-five, and a hundred. The twenty-five dollar tier right now still doesn't really have a good enough like extra reward. It's kind of just like a tier that you want to give that extra little bit, but not all the way to the assistant producer level. That's up to you. The biggest bang for your buck at on on my Patreon is the five dollar tier. So over on my Patreon page. There is, that's not Patreon, that's Twitter. There are the BTS podcasts, which the, I was going to make one with this show, like me setting it up, but then it sounded lame, so I didn't make it. So Patreon BTS are the meet and greets with the guests for my spec shows, right? The bread and butter of the channel, the interviews. And these are just that. They are unscripted. We're going over the show notes. We're, we're talking about things. We're prepping ideas. We're going back and forth on, on things to talk about. We're just ranting and talking about the game. They're all usually around half an hour to an hour long, unless it's Preacher and myself, which was almost two hours long. We were talking about the Legion so far setup. So if you want two hours of myself and Preacher just waxing lyrically about World of Warcraft, then it's right there. And that's at the $5 tier, because I feel like I do about four of these a month. It's like a buck and a quarter. Right? For doubling my workload. And that's sort of how Patreon is a huge boost or, or, or assistance or crutch to how YouTube has been. Because essentially the 60 to 70% I've lost on YouTube in income to make this work and keep working is now being bolstered and helped by, by, by a Patreon. But you don't just give me money. I'm not like, just give me your money. You get things for it. There's also like actually Patreon BTS that is for the $10 tier, which is like work in progress things. So I've been showing off like shirt design stuff or upcoming art pieces. Or there's a whole lot of uh, on my own things stashed away in there somewhere. But that's sort of what the Patreon is. It's, it's a it's a back end extra little thing that has stuff on it. That's the biggest thing about it. I've seen some people that have Patreon pages. And all it is is like get to vote on a video, or get your question asked in a video. But it has, like, really little tangible benefit. I literally double my podcasts. There are extra ones on that page specifically for those that, that want them. So that's the big part of how that works and how I've, I've molded that. I'm still working on... There are some things I want to work on and, and update. Tutron has some uh, art we're going to put over for the tiers, like, spruce up the page a bit. I'm going to, like, fix the, the middle chunk that has just, like, text so i'll work on that in the future but that's the big thing and then down here where bob currently sits that's the bit boss battles and that's just bits and cheering that came to be a big part of of twitch as a safe way for the viewers to to donate or tip whatever terminology you want to use to a broadcaster in a way that doesn't get refunded or can't be malicious or fake like PayPal can be because you can charge back on PayPal. You can give someone like $10,000 and they go like, oh my god, I'm out of debt forever, sort of. And then then you all of a sudden pfft, there is 
a chargeback and uh, all just leaves your account, right? On with bits and shearing, you can't do that. You buy the bits from Twitch. There's a markup price, and then you just shear those at someone at a broadcaster, and it directly goes into their end of month take from the channel, basically. So that's how that sort of work. Uh, is it worth pressing play all for your channel while you go to work? That's that's a weird way. I mean, technically, Stormaria, it is. But that's also kind of weird. I wouldn't ask people to, like, put my channel on autoplay and then just, like, not watch it and leave all day. You can do that with playlists, though, on YouTube. I just don't know if that's really a healthy thing, nor do I condone that sort of thing. Because that doesn't really do too much for you if you're not watching it. You can just play it and it happens. Uh, I might make like an extra couple of cents off of your ad revenue for that like session. But yeah, so what you're saying is play videos on loop while I sleep for maximum support. I don't know, but see, I don't really, I, I'm not going to condone that. You do whatever you want to do in your world. I don't, I, I'm not in charge of your IRL MMO experience if you want to do whatever you want to do. But I don't think that really does anything. I think mostly because some of those cat, those, oh, those gate don't hate content via paywall it's a personal decision by the content provider what i don't I'm trying to understand what joe's saying some of those casts don't gate content via a paywall um i know what you mean some of the, uh, some patron people put that we I mean, there's other stuff up there that is free as well right putting this stuff up there though is specifically for those that are going that extra step I said before, like, I, I always introduce the BTS videos as, like, the extra mile, which is just kind of like, eh, there's no real way better to say it. But it's those that are tossing a few bucks your way because they want you to keep doing what you're doing. And that's sort of the world we live in right now with the way that YouTube and everything is working. That's how Twitch works. If you like someone's Twitch channel, you subscribe, usually, or you toss them some, some bits or you hit their donation button or whatever because you want that person, that personality... Or that group, right? Like Geek and Sundry or whatever have you. Critical Role, etc. You want them to keep doing what they're doing because you want to keep watching that. And basically how you make things work in 2017 and right now is it's all crowdfunded. Everything is just crowdfunded. If you want something as the audience member, there isn't enough like free money on the internet anymore because there are so many people making things that you have to like throw a couple chips in the pot to make sure that, that you and hundreds of thousands of others all do the same thing to keep that thing going. Otherwise, it won't go. Corridor Digital made a video about this uh, earlier in the year about the changes on YouTube and their, their way of making videos and whatnot because they only launch like a video every two weeks. And the way YouTube wants you now is they want watch minutes, so you want they want videos like every day. And if you don't do that, you lose money on YouTube. So you have less money to make the videos you are making on YouTube that people want to watch. And that's why the, the rise of, of essentially just crowdfunding everything is now a huge norm on the internet. So, but I watch you anyway. Do you get more money on repeat views? See, I have no idea how that works. Watch minutes... Watch minutes or watch minutes, you know? Yeah. Critical Role number one. Sorry, Bay. <laughs> I mean, I've I've peeped some Critical Role. I've watched a lot of Geek and Sundry. I mean, they're a company. Right? They have 
they probably have sponsors and they have income flow from outside of that. They have studios, right? They have employees. That's not like me. I'm just myself and I run 95% of everything here on the channel. And that's just different. So, and it's just different, you know, on that regard. And I mean, it, oh, Joe was talking about, I have talked about Patreon with casts like Azeroth Roundtable. I can't make a dedicated payment method, but I buy shirts and such. Well, yeah, but then they get that whole, that whole side thing too, Joe, you, you bring up the other side, but what if you don't have the, a direct means to like throw some chips in the hat, right? Basically, if you can't do that, just watching is good enough as well, because this is sort of a way that the human mind works, at least in like organizing things. If you're on YouTube or you're on Twitch, a more appropriate reaction to this is that you, when you're looking at like a game that you want to watch, when you browse a game on Twitch, do you normally peek of a, a channel that has 12 or 13 viewers currently watching? Or do you like, you know, when it starts up and obviously sorts by viewers, then do you peek the one that has a few hundred, a thousand, multiple thousands, right? So even just being in a stream, hanging out with the channel that you like, that you want to, uh, you know, support, you become uh, a metric that helps them get more exposure, right? That's just, it's not like, if I'm trying to like, it sounds diminutive that you're kind of like, of just a, a one little dot in this speck of viewers. But that's how channels get exposure, right? The larger their viewer base, the more exposure they'll get to get more viewers. It's a it's a doubling up system. Obviously, the broadcasters to put on a good show or have a good product or put on a you know, entertaining live stream or whatever. But that's that's how it is, you know, how it works exactly. Well, Zazu, I don't even know if you're a metric because I don't know. You're just like a thing. You're more like a a feeling in someone's. I don't know, lower intestinal tract. That's for you. So that's sort of how it is. But, <clears throat> and it's, it's, it's different in that regard. And you shouldn't feel dissuaded by that. You're just part, if you help build that from your point of view, there's many different ways you can do that. So a feeling in your groin, not your groin, Zazu, stop it. <sighs> You're just a thing, exactly. So that's how all that works out. That's that little blurb right there. In that realm, so I also have sort of side content, right? The two main pillars of what I'm currently creating as my job slash current career goal is the live streams here on Twitch, right? So the gameplay, the uh, control bay for a day, which was unlocked by Patreon. There is the mostly World of Warcraft stuff, but we always have other games that have spin off on there that show up here and there too. There is a part of me that wants to just play other things. So I, I do want to do that more in the future. So we'll see how that pans out more on that later. But there's the Bay Adventure series, the Mass Effect Andromeda Light commentary playthrough series. And then, then of course, there is the brand new series I just launched called Bay Talks About. So I'll break these all down real quick. Let me get a drink, though, as I read chat. <clears throat> well, yeah, YouTube Red is great. Yeah. Total Biscuit has made a large sum via YouTube Red views. Well, YouTube YouTube Red is, 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 yeah. I mean, I have Twitch Prime and YouTube Red. 
because the two things that way I either work or consume media right now is YouTube or Twitch. So I have Twitch Prime. So all ad revenue that I would see go to the broadcasters I am watching when and if they run ads. And that I don't see ads on Twitch. Unless they are turned on forcefully by the... Like, we had that on my channel. You see ads if you're a subscriber, but if you, if you have Twitch Prime, you won't see them, but they'll run. And then YouTube Red, same reason. Well, I, I got kind of roped into YouTube Red, which I'm glad I did, by uh, Rhett and Link's buddy system. Their YouTube Red series, which was, which was pretty good. It was pretty good. And I, I enjoy it. I mean, watch a YouTube with zero ads but not running ad block like a scumbag, so you know that the ad revenue goes to what you're watching, is really satisfying. And it's not really expensive, either. YouTube TV is expensive, though. Screw that. Anyway, side content, though. Bay's Adventure, Mass Effect, and Bay Talks About, and others. So, there's new art for Bay's Adventure. Actually, I don't even know if I have that. Do I have that sitting here somewhere? I think that's in a, it's in a Google Drive folder. I haven't actually downloaded the whole thing. So I'll have that soon. There's new art for like the second season of, of Bay's Adventure in Here's the Storm because I enjoy playing that game. It's the only MOBA I play right now, even though the itch to play League of Legends has somewhat itched and I might need to scratch it sometime soon. But it's, um, I have Factorio on my wish list actually, Bink. But I play a lot of Here's the Storm. I played. Over 150 episodes of that series of, of Bay's Adventure, which was moderately successful, I would say. Each episode kind of averaged around a thousand views, I think. Some more, some less. And in that series, I also brought on like special guests. Like I played some games with Pally Time, with uh, Tia, with um, like Fresh Kid twice. I don't know why I did that. What a waste of my time. And. It was funny to watch and play those as it go. You can go back and watch them now, and you can see how older the game looked. Like, the UI was different, and just older the champion kits were. Like, how kind of meh the game was well over, like, two years ago when I started that series. But but Focus on Here is the Storm is Bay's Adventure. There was, a, there was Overwatch ones, too. But I kind of feel like Overwatch now is so much like drop in, drop out. I don't really, really care too much to play Overwatch at that level anymore or like that much time so there's some overwatch ones way back in the day but so light banter and played while ranked the main base adventure was just me playing by myself talking throughout the entire episode basically and it was more like an exercise and those are coming back because i have the, the the new art is created but i think though I want to include random games you record with my uh, subscribers as another subscriber perk, I suppose, with that. Those that are active in Discord that are, like, into playing those sort of games. I think we can get together and record quick match games or brawls or make, like, a compilation of brawls if it's a good brawl, right? The I did the brawl last night, actually. This one right now is the pool party. It's five-on-five five stitches, all in bikinis. It's disgusting. And you pull people across a pool, and if two hooks land on one target, they instantly die. So you just, like, throw all these stitches into the pool, and the water physics are great. But So uh, there could be ranked base adventures, quick match, just fun, like, themed games. Like, Alliance versus Horde could be a game we record, right? So I would need myself and nine butts to record a five-on-five. 
Alliance versus Horde, even though I think when we did it before, every game the Alliance won, because Horde are losers, and they live in mud huts with spikes. But we could do it again. We could do like a three, you know, like a tournament of Alliance versus Horde, maybe? I don't know. Those could be adventures as well. I would have to set that up with you guys in Discord and organize like when we could get everyone together and record them, and then I could have to edit those together and upload them to YouTube, but that's a thing. So not only wins will be posted, like from my point of view, but they'll just be fun games for nonsensical reasons. So, yeah, heroes, heroes versus villains could be a thing. Yeah. Hey, I play Undead. I live in Green Goop, not Mud Huts. And that's fair, too. You live in decrepit Green Goop houses. But, yeah, see, Zillions set up brackets for it. We could do that, too. I don't know. We could do, like, I don't know, 1v1, 3v3 nonsense. Or we can, we can see about that, doing that as a base adventure. Here's the storm kind of thing. There'll be ranked games, quick match games, and the fun games with uh, uh, subscribers. So something else to do that are that are that style. That'll be fun. And then I'm gonna skip over to Mass Effect real quick, and I'll talk about uh, Bay talks about talking. Bay talks about Bay talks about. Mm -hmm. So the Andromeda series is up to like forty something episodes. How many are we at here? Where's my YouTube? Where are we at? Let me go check here. Where are we at on YouTube? Hello? Uh, uploads. That's live coverage. Where's my uploads one? There we go. I stopped uploading. Oh, gosh. Do, do, do. We're at 45 episodes of Andromeda, which is a lot. Let's see. If we go down here to my actual playlists, we have... Oh, Goodness gracious, because I made Dragon's Inquisition videos for a little while. My first foray into Heroes of the Storm way back in the day was pretty bad, but they exist. And the actual Bay's Adventure load more. Hello? Hello? Um, I guess that's all in... No, it's only 16 videos. Where's my... Oh, right here. Base Adventure. Gameplay webisodes. 160 in total. It's my largest side content. 157 episodes so far. There are some other ones in there that I guess weren't labeled. But, um, yeah, we'll do these again. Definitely do these again. First video Bay talks about. Yeah. But the Mass Effect series is at 45. Why are my playlists all weird? It's interesting. They're, like, not in order of what I made them. I don't know why. But yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda, there's 45 uh, videos so far. And I would probably say, I don't even know, I'm maybe 35 to 40% through the game. Maybe. Maybe. So there's many more of those coming. Um, they don't really get viewed a ton. They're sort of a lower end of the side content that I've been making. But I enjoy the game. I'm going to play the rest of it. I'm going to record the rest of it. It's just kind of on hold right now due to the fact that I'm raiding so much in World of Warcraft. So I'm streaming 8 to 10 hours a day at least the last two weeks, five days a week. So I haven't sat down to record more Mass Effect. And there's another patch that just came out too that is, are fixing more of like the the lurk that's in. It's funny, if you go back to like the first couple of episodes of, of um, Mass Effect series to now, they have really fixed a lot of the problems. I just wish the game would have launched like that. Because the reason why the game doesn't get very viewed on my YouTube channel, most likely, is that the stigma about it is really, really there. But it's a light commentary playthrough. I don't talk during it. I react to a few things and have a little bit of back and forth with myself. But 
I open and close the videos, but I don't really talk during it. It's kind of like a not a it's not a silent playthrough. I think it's a light commentary playthrough. So, but that's you know there are viewer raids that I want to do and do. There's a normal TOS I want to start soon. For those of you that haven't done any Tomb of Sargurgus, we'll do those soon. There's so much raiding in World of Warcraft that I haven't been able to record more Mass Effect. So, I started the series off super heavy. I was doing like an episode a day for a few weeks, so I was recording a ton of footage for that. But for every episode I record, they're roughly 45 minutes. That is probably double that time in post because I have to A, record the footage and play it. B, transfer the footage. It doesn't take too long, but usually I'll transfer my whole like 30 gig thumb drive at a time. Transfer that from my computer to the thumb drive. From the thumb drive to my laptop. And then from the laptop into Final Cut, into Final Cut, clip the edges, add the tail end, render it all out, which my laptop is pretty strong. So it doesn't take too long to render it, honestly. Maybe about half the time of the run length of the episode. And then I have to upload it to YouTube. Upload the whole episode to YouTube and then do the YouTube description boxes, mostly copy pasta, but having to put that together every single time. Um, update the art for the... Thumbnails, get that all online, right? So if I record an hour episode, it probably is about three hours of work on top of everything else. So it's not an easy process because they are an edited chunk, right? And if there are parts in the episode that I have to edit around, I do also edit around pieces. The um, The trick when you're editing and recording videos like that is when um, there are segments in the game, it's funny, um, I'll lean into my microphone and make like a loud noise so the audio bump goes up like a mountain and then I basically cut before and after these audio bumps and then I just squish that together and then that becomes like what a jump cut normally would be just a standard YouTube style jump cut so but those will happen soon enough once I get more time to review them but I would probably imagine I'll be around 150 episodes in total when I get done with the series and I want to do a full playthrough of a game from start to finish depending on if Bioware actually makes DLC. There was like a little kerfuffle on the DLC sometime a while ago where they didn't scrap it, but didn't say they didn't scrap it. So I'm curious to see if they actually are going to do DLC for the game. It doesn't matter. If the game has 150 hours of play because I'll just like do all the side quests and do all the planets and all the exploration, then I've got plenty to do. So it'll be, it'll be here soon. So if you're waiting for that, then it's happening. So now, Bay talks about, which has, there's three prongs of this new series I just launched. So if you haven't seen this yet, then it is the newest video I've posted. It's actually the, I put it for the new visitors and for returning subscriber post here. But it's called Bay Talks About, and then right now this one is the Tomb of Sargeras and the Marks of Gul'dan. I made this five days ago. This one itself is a very sort of what, what in the film world we call guerrilla style. a gorilla, Shooting guerrilla mode when you're shooting in, in footage is you just take your camera, you go out to a location, you don't have any like storyboard, there's no prep, you just shoot, you know, guerrilla style. Just take it, go out, get it, you know, just gross, nasty, put it together in post. And that one was sort of a guerrilla style video. There was a Bay Talks about where I recorded myself talking as I was walking around or showing things off, then I just stitched those together. 
I don't really know if I like the crossfades. I'll probably just do YouTube style cuts in the future. We'll see. But the film kid in me loves smooth transitions sometimes, but there are also two other prongs of this system that I wanted to make. So we have BTA, Bay Talks About. I also may eventually make shows called Bay Rants About, which is B-R-A or Bra. So it's kind of like, you know, a little bit on the nose there, but it's also a little bit scandalous. That's kind of why I, I like that the the acronym worked through there. I mean, nothing scandalous about a bra, but we're nerds here, so, you know, let it happen. And um, then we have Bay Talks With, or BTW. So Bay Talks With would be like a one-on-one, -on -one, sort of a small interview that I would do with one of the guests, possibly. They'd be kind of like the BTS podcast, but they would probably be with people that aren't World of Warcraft, right? Or it's someone that I want to talk to something about, like, oh, I want to talk to to Nobble about the Tomb of Sargeras. And I'll see if he wants to agree to just record this little audio piece. And for me, it'd be called, you know, a Bay Talks with, you know, Nobble's stupid face about butts, right? And the size that they're in. But for Nobble, if he is okay with back and forth, he could just cut that video and put it online as a, as a video for his own channel, named whatever he wants to as well if he wants to you know up to them so we'll see how that that works out so those two three those three prongs one now and then two more so and uh the first installment looks like it's done well so it's at almost thirteen thousand views 308 likes and 19 dislikes in five days it's one of like almost my fastest watched videos in a while next to like the world first show interviews which is kind of crazy so looks looks pretty good but yeah, the formats will vary. I um, I have plans for B-roll versions, which will be I just record a bunch of B-roll and I just talk over it. There are ones that I did the, before, the, the first one, I think Gorilla style. There's actually um, ones that I'll do sort of in a talking head style, like almost vlog brother style, where I would like record certain things and like move a little bit and then talk again and move a little bit and say a sentence over here, right? Like actually just like vlog talking head styles. Those will probably be the Bay Rants about videos, if I had to think about them. And then I put down here as a huge, maybe, a MatPat-style game theory, film theory, heavily edited video. The thing is, MatPat has editors that edit his videos together and do all of the, the clipping, cutting, B-roll, etc. But that kind of a video would take a lot more time. The video I have planned about, like, what is it to do in World of Warcraft Legion? Like, a primer up to 725 or whatever, like, before 7.3 launches. That sort of a video could use that style, because there's, like, a laundry list of things you can do in World of Warcraft right now. And not everyone knows all the things. And it'd be a good video to have highly edited and active and entertaining and also squish down to like a 10 minute format, like just super digestible, get in, get out, talk about it, list things, some quibs, some jokes, get in and be done, right? So that's a possibility. However, doing it myself completely would probably be a tough spot. So I don't know if I'll be able to actually do that much because those take a lot of assets, timing, movements, after effects stuff, possibly a lot of little things. So we'll see. But yeah, so BTA, BRA, and BTW are all the new side content stuff. I don't have a schedule for those. If I was going to try, I would put one out a day because YouTube loves that stuff. But I 
there's no way I can stream for six to 10 hours and also do Mass Effect Andromeda and do base adventures and do, you know, BTA, BRA, BTW, because I can't, I have to kind of like do like one here, one there, one there, etc. which is fine if that's what I can do. And it looks like that those videos have been pretty good. Joe asked about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG, as it were. I don't know. It's actually called the Tomb of Soak Garrus, because every single boss except one has soak mechanics. It's Tomb of Soak Garrus. But PUBG for me, I don't know. No, oh, Bink. <laughs> you volunteer to participate in ranting shows? Uh, and bras often contain boobs. Now we know. But up up. So. Get a time machine, obviously. A time turner. Not to be confused with a Timmy Turner, although I'll take some fairly odd parents. Those are pretty good, though. It'll be fine. Uh, on the topic of PUBG, it's actually the next topic I'm going to talk about is shooters. So, Destiny 2, The Division, and then On the Horizon, Anthem are... I don't really like real first-person shooters. Like, I'm, I like playing Overwatch because there's so many different styles of that game, like I can play supports, so I can play Junkrat, I can play one of the tanks, right? But standard, like, El Clasico shooters, I'm not a super fan of, because I'm bad at them, because I'm, like, 76 years old or whatever. But the, I like the RPG shooters. I have over 500 hours in The Division. I played The Division last night. For crying out loud, I did a survival run, working on sort of prepping things and organizing whatever for the patches coming out soon. I put so much time into that game, I'm not going to just, like, abandon it. So, I'll be playing more of it soon, here and there. 1.7 patch on the horizon, and then 1.8 later on this year. 1.7 brings some things for the division. It's, like, just things, which you're like, okay. But then 1.8, hopefully as they've said, is the largest content update since the launch of the game. So, story content, get to punch that Aaron Keener butt munch in the face hole. Um, you know, new areas, new operations, dungeons, whatever they're called, that kind of stuff. Maybe level cap increase, story mode, you know, story in improving upon and going forward. That'll be fun. But then Destiny 2, in the Discord channel, in my Discord, Discord partner. See, if you go to the channel guide, yeah. channel guide, Discord invite is right there. If you're on YouTube right now, the Discord invite and the channel guide will be in the description box. You can join the Discord server. If you're a subscriber, you can sync it all up with Twitch and have like every channel available to you. But if not, there is a Shooter Butts channel, which is for talking about these kind of games. Right? Which is fine if you want to. In there, we will be creating and curating a Destiny 2 clan. Anyone can join. Viewers or subscribers, anyone that locks, wants, to, wants to join, wants to have a place to try the game out. It doesn't come out until October 24th on PC, I believe. October 24th, I think. Um, if you're going to play on console and then play on PC, that's fine. But we're going to play on PC. And if you like have a place to play with everyone else, then you can do that. Totally fine. Join us. Anthem will be treated the same exact way when that 
if and when that comes out sometime in the near future, like next summer, next fall or something like that, way away is it's like a year away. So no big deal. Nobody need to worry about that. But that's the plan for those games. So the Destiny stuff will be a huge part. I'm most likely not going to BlizzCon, even though some plans may have changed. Maybe. I kind of got to make a decision really soon, though, because of uh, plane tickets and flights and whatnot. But I may be going to BlizzCon this year. But I don't know if I'm going to work BlizzCon this year. Still up in the air. And there's one other trip that I might actually get to go on this year, but I cannot talk about right now because it is under NDA and is currently confidential and can't talk about it. So don't ask. But. And then you brought Swotor in chat. We've definitely played a lot of Star Wars. We've done multiple raids in our Star Wars Build Republic Guild on Fridays, normally. And those are going to return. I've just been raiding on Fridays in World of Warcraft, so I can't raid in both games at the same time. So SWOTOR will come back. It's super casual. If you want to join and play in the SWOTOR Guild, you can also do that. There's a SWOTOR channel in the Discord, and you get the information in the pin on the server, and that we're on both sides with the main Guild Republic, and we're on the Jedi Covenant, and all this good stuff. You can ask for invites in there if you want to join us. We need... People to, you know, the interest is definitely waning. I think it only really revolves around if I'm doing it. If I'm playing Star Wars, I get that. But um, it'll definitely come back. I enjoy raiding in Star Wars. I want to keep raiding and, you know, finish people's gear out and experience all the raids on normal mode. And then we'll eventually do, do hard mode for the funsies. But it's just a super side, casual little thing there. But I, I've been playing that game since it came out. And I went to, you know, you can't really see it, but right there behind that D20 is the commemorative Star Wars Guild Summit in Bioware Austin, Texas meeting that I went to way back in the day. On my old YouTube channel, I think there's one or two terrible, awful videos of me, like, vlogging when I was there. They're really bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's there. So I've, I've been with that game for a long time. So I don't plan to leave it anytime soon. It's just that it's just like a, you know, a fleet of fancy kind of thing. It happens here and there. No big changes. But the BlizzCon plans are up in the air because end of October is Destiny 2 launch and beginning of November is BlizzCon. And because of the Bay Talks About, Bay Rants About, and uh, Bay Talks With series, I'll be making sort of discussion-y, not news videos. I don't do news. I don't do news videos. So many other YouTube channels do newsy videos. And some of them, are, let's be honest, are really clickbait. But they get more views than mine do, so they're doing something right. Am I right? So, that's a thing. But um, I'll be doing those kind of videos during that BlizzCon time period. Or playing a ton of Destiny 2. Or both. And then one last little shout-out to, like, the other things that I've been working on, I had to bring it up on my phone here, is that, yeah, you bet 7.3 comes out in October as well. You probably. I have an Instagram, if my camera wants to focus, maybe. Hello? There we go. Um, where I made videos that are called What's My Smoothie, where I've made like 9 or 10 so far. No, I've made one. Hang on. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten. And um, I make them whenever I feel inclined to have like a little funny skit to put on. But what's funny 
is if you want to peep the you can definitely peep the uh, Instagram links down below here on the Twitch channel but it's just bay tlm on Instagram but I um have to give a shout out real quick here to Daily Harvest the people that make the smoothies that I I ingest we want more smoothies we need some smoothies being made in the nude we need to make a lot more should be daily smoothie videos well if I break a thousand followers on Instagram, I will try to do daily smoothie videos. We're at 608 right now, so we need 400 more. And then we'll see. But, um, so this came in the mail a little while ago. That's my name. And that's written in, like, pen. Right? Real pen. A little parcel came to me the other day. And written on a piece of paper. Uh, it's more like, actually, it's like stationary. This came from Daily Harvest. A little something to amp up your videos. The Daily Harvest team. So they sent me, which is super dorky. So at them on Twitter or Instagram and, and thank them because I'm an idiot. They sent me a shirt. Um, it's printed by Custom Ink. Just a plain white t-shirt. And it says, what's my smoothie on it? <laughs> so it's like the only one that exists because that's my thing that I made but Daily Harvest sent me <laughs> a shirt that says what's my smoothie so I'll wear this in episodes come out I gotta wash it I just got this like two days ago in the mail two days ago well it sat on my to do stuff until the weekend so I think I got it on like Thursday but, um, yeah, it just says, what's my smoothie on it? And it's like a real print. It's not like a sticker. It's like, it is printed into the shirt. So it's like a quality print. I'll have to, like, wear something else besides just the white shirt. Because I don't look good in white shirts because I'm so pale. I'll have to wear, like, a shirt over it or whatever, my hoodie over or something like that. I must dye it gray. Yeah, that's the one. They don't know that about me, that I wear, like, gray and blue shirts all the time. But um, I thought that was incredibly... Nice of them to take notice. I think one of their community team people found one of my early videos and commented on it. And then suddenly, weeks later, I get a shirt that has my hashtag on it. Now, granted, shout out to where the hashtag came from. It's a um, it's a, it's a throw out there to uh, Chris Pratt when he was on the set of Jurassic World made a few videos, only like six, maybe seven. Very few called What's My Snack, where he was eating and showing off his like actor snacks on set. And a lot of them are like really gross, like super healthy, gross food, but he was just loving it. But I took that and amalgamated it into What's My Smoothie being a thing because I drink daily harvest smoothies almost once a day, if not more. There is a smoothie on daily harvest that tastes like liquid carrot cake, and it is delicious it is so good i'm gonna have one right after the stream because uh, I, I usually make one before or um during broadcasts like i'll i'll actually um i've been trying this lately has been having a mixed one and i leave it in the um the the mixing thing <laughs> i can't think anymore and i just uh leave that in there and keep it cold in the in the fridge and then i just pour it out so yeah <clears throat> 
talk to them about revenue. Well, they don't have, they don't have like a, um, they have a, a link affiliate thing, but yeah, I haven't, uh, I emailed Crunchyroll about a affiliate sponsorship thing, never got back to me. And then I should email Daily Harvest as well. Because those are the two things I'd love to add to the affiliates. I don't have Loot Crate anymore. Loot Crate's gone. And it ran out of time, right? I have to reapply. But all I have outside of that is where we'll sort of transition here into the mid-show break. Which I was going to... I wrote this down. I was going to give a big shout-out, excuse me, to everyone on Patreon. But there are over 112 of you. Or there are 112 people. And I don't want to sit here and shout them all out unless you want me to, because there's quite a few. Normally, I only do shout outs to the assistant producers. So, Tachinori is out there somewhere in Tachi land. We'll see you for a very long time. May or may not, you know, become an assistant producer again. And um, then Erdwin has also moved on, which is fine. We currently have Truffles, Ludovicus, Tazlin, uh, Randall, R4, RRRRR, and Dalfier and Quen are all the assistant producers of the show. That's the $100 tier or more. You get a Discord channel that only them and myself are in, that I have shown off some things that are currently in the works. They know of a t-shirt that's being worked on right now that no one else knows about. I was getting some feedback on that one. And they will also see the uh, the next Mythic World First shirt soon when I get some drafts back for that one as well. But the, f the six of them, technically the eight of them, because, again, Tachi and uh, Erdwin gave a ton of support over multiple months. Thank you very much for that. That's super dumb, generous of you. I don't know why. Maybe you're all in the Mafia or something. You have money to burn and launder somewhere. I don't know. No idea. But then there is a handful of people in every other tier as well. And I, I don't really do what other YouTubers with Patreon do, where I like make the whole like end crawl of all the names or I shout them all out randomly. I always usually just shout out the assistant producers. But then the to the other 110 of you that are on Patreon right now, some have hit decline this month, which is fine. There's actually... On the back end of Patreon, there is a huge new relationship manager and exit survey uh, thing. I can pop this on the screen real quickly. So here, let's show you behind the curtain a little bit here. This doesn't show you any uh, any uh, personal details, but there is this gigantic back end now that I can see all of the reasons why people have canceled pledges or put them on hold, and it's actually incredibly helpful. I've read through all of these. I've read through every... I don't see the name either. Like, I don't know who these are from. Unless I actually, like, went through and, like, you know, dug in. But this is actually really helpful. So if you put some feedback in there... <coughs> excuse me. It's really helpful. And I'm actually surprised that... That Patreon uh, has all this in the back end there. But I have all the different earnings, declines, payouts, taxes, etc. All these things on the back end of Patreon too, so it's a huge, huge benefit. Overall, it's been trending upward. The uh, the next unlock on Patreon is the Molten Store. If I go to the overview page here and go back to this one, 
that we are at uh, we're at seventy six percent complete on the molten store, which this is a upgrade to you trade in your molten coins, and I basically buy whatever you want off of my Design by Human store. And there is quite a bit more coming. Uh, I'm trying to repurpose and upgrade a lot of the art pieces that like Fabelina made and make those into stickers and mugs. And there are new apparel cuts that are available for from DBH that I have to sit down and like just dig into and like organize and put together. Uh, Tutron and I are probably going to make some of my emote face stickers. A handful of them. If he's okay with making them and he has to make his own versions because Doodle Meg actually declined making them. And uh, once that happens, you turn in Molten Coins, which you earn by watching the live stream or watching the show, and I, you, you get shirts, hoodies, tank tops, sweaters, whatever, for free. So you get, basically, you earn Molten Coins when you watch the shows and you just turn them into whatever you want from the DBH store. And we have two new designs on the horizon that are and aren't about World of Warcraft at all. We have, of course, the, the KJ shirt coming, which will be sort of, again, like the Gul'dan one that isn't directly tied to the guild ex that, that, that wins, essentially. It'll have, like, either, like, iconography or, like, a logo or something like that in there. But it will be very much, like, its own thing. Like, the the um, the Gul'dan Illidan shirt is just, like, a nice-looking shirt. Like, the, the faded drop-back Illidan skull and then the exploding... Where is it? The exploding uh, illid head right here, right? This one. So obviously all the, the Fabelina ones are there. I just gotta get her permission and get the, the images for uh, stickerifying or mugifying them and stuff like that. So those are there. But yeah, the other ones we've made always have the guildies like in little chibis, which didn't really sell very well. They're just kind of a commemorative thing, honestly. And um, people have been asking for a new logo shirt, which I'll, again, I'll get with Tutron about to make a new logoed shirt, or multiple, we'll have to see. Um, that doesn't have the doesn't have the text on the bottom and just has the logo in a like a faded way that works into the shirt better. And um, again, the new KJ one will be interesting. It's actually going to be one of my most. Uh, well, not me, and I'm not making it myself, but it'll probably be one of the most involved. Like, the Xavius one is pretty involved because of the cutout, but the uh, the KJ shirt is actually going to be very veiled to be Warcraft-related. So we're, we're working on that one right now. Like, Tutron has been... We've been talking about we had, like, a bit of a back-and-forth a couple days ago, and we want to have it basically roughed out by the end of the next week, hopefully, because we don't know when Kil'jaeden will die. And I want to drop that shirt soon after, even though if you're following the raid race right now in World of Warcraft, um, Mythic Avatar is almost numerically impossible to kill right now. So they put like a actual cock block in on purpose, probably because Mythic Kill Jaden hasn't been fully internally tested yet. Uh -uh. So we'll see. But there's that, of course, designed by humans, the Patreon stuff, uh, the channel guide we've already talked about before, too. So I think I'm ready to move on the next little piece here and this will be a shorter end segment we've talked about like an hour already but um so support updates and growth and feedback from you nerds so once i get through all of the the numbers and the stats here which some of you may or may not be interested in but i had fun looking these all up 
So let's see. Yeah, all the stats. Yeah, I was gonna. I put it here in the notes. Short uh, automaton concert slash shout out to all the Patreons on the entire channel. But again, I don't know if you all want to sit here while I shout out a hundred different people. So just know that I am incredibly grateful for the assistance and in, in working through all of this stuff. Here, you know what? I'll I'll hang on. Let me move my water bottle. Let me grab this crazy thing. Gore Howl got timed out in chat. Beautiful. That's what I like to see. Um, let's do one of these real quick. How about this? There we go. That was short. That was short and to the point. All right, there we go. Um, I'm probably going to... They are so metal. I'm probably going to reintegrate the automaton here and there for new subscribers on the stream, I think. The problem is the automaton earlier on with the channel wasn't as... It really looked like they had something yellow on his head. What? Pardon me? What? I don't know. Um, the last note killed me. The um, the problem with that is that I don't want it to be too disruptive. So I think if I'm if I am in a place where I can, then I'll probably randomly do like little automaton songs because I used to say when you subscribed, you could request a song for me to play. The issue I ran into with that is people would request songs that I just didn't know about because the way they play automaton to a song you know is you need to know like what's happening next what songs are coming next and if i don't know them then i can't play the automaton to said song and that's a problem so uh it's not something that i will do all the time i'll just play something myself really and a lot of it works better if i'm playing like game related music so I usually pick Chrono Trigger a lot, or I pick Secret of Mana, or Final Fantasy games, or Super Mario, something like that, that has, that's chiptune-y. So I can actually play those notes that I know are about to happen. Like, we've done, like, we did a, uh, we've, it, it's on the horizon. We probably should, we're due for another nostalgia stream sometime soon. Those go off the rails, though, where we watch all the old, like, amazing trailers from our childhood, and all the old show music, and Fraggle Rock and the Snorks and Darkwing Duck and all that kind of crazy out there landishness stuff that people are like, what is this show? What are you Americans watching? What are those street sharks? Well, that's, that's, you know, that's just the Europeans reaction to the shows that we used to watch. So yes, we need to do that. Oh, it's going down tomorrow after viewer raids. Well, tomorrow I'm raiding like Monday. I'm raiding, raiding Sisters of the Moon. So, those streams last like 12 hours. Basically, yeah. So, we'll, we'll do those, but I have to do those really intermittently so they are really special when they happen, the nostalgia streams. So, the automaton will be, you know, be here and there. But, so let's get back to some stats real quick here. So, Twitch TV, right? The main platform we're talking on, we record on, we play on, all that good stuff. I'm checking right now real quick, actually. Because there have been some resubs during the show. The, um... Oh gosh, what did I just do? 
Hello? I just broke my Chrome window. There it goes. Gosh. Um, so six months ago, the last time I did one of these shows, we had just broken 500 subs. Now, that was before the tiered subscriptions on Twitch became a thing. So we actually physically had 500 Twitch Prime or Hardcore subs. There's only one tier back then on the channel. That was December 2016. As we currently stand now, we actually only have 425 real subscriptions, but there are now subscriber points due to there are three tiers. So the three tiers are tier one, which is $4.99 or Twitch Prime. There is tier two, which is $9.99 a month. These are all monthly. Or tier three, which is $24.99. The tier ones are worth one subscriber. The tier twos are worth two. And the tier threes are worth this many. Six. Yeah. They're worth six subscribers. And we have 491, as I'm talking to you right now, subscriber points. Subscriber points are how you unlock emotes. And how, I assume, you unlock higher tiers of revenue stream from Twitch, right? I just lag a little bit there. Camera, what are you doing? Wake up. And um, that's, so we, we've basically not grown, essentially. There's more subscriber points, so there's there's a larger pool of subscribers overall because of the point system. But we're like at the exact same amount of subs as we were last year, six months ago, anyway. But um, I guess it's, it's more, yeah, five times six equals 25, exactly. Um, we are always around this number and have been around 500. We broke 500 again recently, so we do have the emote slot for it. Once you ever break a emote boundary, basically, you always get the slot, even if you fall back below it. The next one's at 600, and then from there, I have no idea. So that's how you unlock things on, on Twitch. I don't know at what points you can like redo contractual stuff to earn more from base subs because the tiers do uh, the tier 2 and tier 3 do have more of a cut towards the broadcaster not towards Twitch because the tier 1 is 50-50 out of the middle I get half, they get half so the higher tiers I get more, they get less so, uh, well to be fair most American things are weird to us Europeans Sorry about that. But yeah, we were at 484 sub points last night. When I was making the notes. We're at 493 now. 493.91. Somewhere in there. So that's uh, as I last checked. Oh. <sighs> Witness me, says Fresh Kid with a 38 month tier one hardcore. And I was just watching the, the bit boss die, and then now his name is there. Uh, gross. Again, if you're watching the audio-only version of this, it's going to be a little weird because you don't get to see my weird face. <laughs> so, there we go. Ew, kill it. Wow. Wow. Jeez. That's a thing. But um, the other thing right there, as we have Rindar, 
with the new sub pop up. The, again, the the sounds are turned off, but you still are part of the stream, right? You're all look at the, who's who's this. There we go. Um, unsub, got it. Fair enough. Is the bit boss battle, which is right down here, uh, right here. Now this, my I can't. My my brain is backwards. Look at I can't. There we go. Never mind. So this thing is done with cheering, which is through bits, or subs and resubs based on the tier you are working with does HP damage based on that. So like five, a $5 tier is 500 HP, right? The $25 tier is 2,500, et cetera. And then bits or whatever bits you do. Um, floating above chat still right now, I think, yeah, it was bronze with his 15,000 bits the other day. You stop it. Stop. And um, uh, it's been pointed out that it's sort of like it's Bay's way of getting out of debt. Yeah, well done, Gorhal. Well done with the one. Um, due to the fact of my, my current tax situation and whatnot, it's like the way to get out of my crushing IRL MMO debt right now. But it's funny. If there's a way, if you guys have fun with it, it's a neat little system. I think it's 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 fun. It's obviously not on when I'm progressing. It gets turned off. And the place that it is on my UI isn't exactly where I'd like it because I really don't have a place for it. But I think the we've had some fun emergent gameplay moments where like people will emote in chat their reaction with the bits towards the person that is the current bit boss. And it is a fun little moment back and forth there. Bronze comes by and eats people because he's a dragon and whatever. It's been fun. But um, since last year... Since the last six months ago, I did one of these shows. We've had 24,668,400 bits. Okay. So just shy of 25 million bits donated to the channel in six months, which is... Pfft. However, 15 million of those, over half, have been cheered since June 1st. So, just to pull the curtain back, right, lift the veil, it definitely has been a financial success from my point of view, right? As a business, you gotta, you know, get ways to make this business keep happening kind of deal. So it's been wild since I started this thing out. Every 100 bits is a dollar, by the way. The IRL MMO debt boss is horrible. I need some sort of Konami code to cheat on it. Says Bink. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. A legit question from Scrappy. For your show, don't you wish there was more competition for World First these days? Well, the Q&A part of the show is supposed to be after the stats, Scrappy, if you pay attention. But I will answer it now. Uh, if there was more, I talked about that in my Bay Talks About video. So, uh, again, uh, self-plug. I, I make uh, uh, discussion videos now. Y'all have asked for discussion videos forever. It's right there! Hey, click on the button! But, um... The, uh... And I was corrected in the comments. I said I don't have a hat in the race. My whole thing about the hat in the race discussion was that... Like, when you win races... Always, like, to those people like doing, like, dog races or horse races or whatever. Where they throw, the, throw their hats at the... Uh, throw their hats down. That's what my brain thought of. But the actual phrase is I don't have a dog in the race. Which I, I don't have my own you know, life on the line, my stake on the line in the race. So 
I wish there was some more, but as I say that though, because of this cock block on Avatar, and we'll see how it works out, there are 10 guilds now. 10? 8? Somewhere in there. On Avatar Mythic. But the ones that get to kill Jaden first, we'll see. Kill Jaden Mythic, as it's only been a week of Mythic right now, right? That's why I'm doing this six-month sort of Q&A update show today, right? Again, it's it's right down here. Q&A updates, episode 146. Um, the reason why I'm doing it today is because it, A, it landed on around six months, and B, the guilds are busy, and I couldn't get guests for the Retribution Paladin show today because the first week of Mythic, and many of them are raiding and playing a lot of World of Warcraft. So, Red Pally show is next week. The thing about the race is weird is that I don't really care the competition. The competition scene is changing because there are guilds just streaming progression now. And Slootbag was talking about it, but I wonder if when, say, Method or Xorces kills Mythic Kill Jaden first, their kill video might just land. They might edit it, multi-POV it, do a neat intro, probably the intro is already done. And they will um, most likely just drop the video right here. There may not be any more waiting for five guilds to kill it. Because there are technically only like three guilds really pushing for world first. I would argue it's Exorcist, Method, and Limit. Because they have all killed the, these first seven bosses. Uh, eight bosses, I guess. Uh, seven. They're on the eighth. Um, really quickly. Like, they have bang the bang the boomed these first seven bosses down the fastest of anyone else. Which means there's only three guilds that are pushing. So, Method... For Method to get world first, or Exorcist are limited to get world first, right? For them to wait for five guilds, they may have to wait so long now. Because there are so few guilds pushing. So they gain nothing by waiting. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait wait and see, though. But, um, hang on a second. Brindar, did Brindar say something to me? I think so, yeah. Just subbed, only found your channel a couple months ago, and love what you're doing. Keep it up. Well, thanks, Rindar. I was going to make sure I don't ignore the brand new subscriptions, so I will thank you for that one. Right here. Yeah, throw your hat in the ring, I think might be the, that's like a boxing one. Throwing your hat in the ring versus having a dog in the race. So, yeah. But I don't really know. But that's the BitBoss stuff, and that's the integration of, of bits. And, um... There's a slight audio confusion with BitBoss and my resub sounder sometimes, which is not really problematic, because BitBoss makes noises. But I don't think it's really bothering anybody. So I might still talk to my audio guy about redoing some of the sounders and make them a little shorter, even though I don't know if they need to be. I think people really like the new... Um, the, the sounders right now are in tiers up to five years, where there's new sub and then up to one year. One year, and then up to two, two years, up to three, etc. And the the yearly and new subs are the longer sound effects. And the middle ones, those months between, are the shorter sound effect. But they're in the same vein. So, and they, they sort of upgrade in quality. Like, they're very 8-bit to 16, to 32, to 64, to 128. So, the fidelity gets higher and higher. I'll have some four-year resubs soon. It starts sounding orchestral. Like, the sounders were, that were put together are fantastic. 
I uh, I sat down with let me grab his information here. I sat down with Chris uh, Kukla. Chris made these. That's his website. I think it should still be still there, right? Chris's website's still there. Oh yeah. And uh, and Chris put together all these sound effects for for the stream right now. And the the five years is like an orchestra. It's like full on PlayStation Four sounding like really good music. Probably higher than one twenty eight bit. Then I get that point. But it's really good stuff, and we'll we'll hear those soon because there's a huge breadth that I've had people that have been resubbing now for over three years. So we're going to five. I don't have any more past five, and I'll cross that road when we come to it. I think my my alerts are only going up to there. I haven't even made the four intermittent five intermittent months yet. And the art was made by Tutron. So yeah. But uh, YouTube stats. Um, but last night on the PG show, Ghosty was like, he effing hopes a Chinese guild wins, so you have to deal with that. Um, I mean, there is a, a very real possibility that I wouldn't be able to even interview them at all because they might not speak any English, which would mean I couldn't do a world first show. So, barring anything crazy happening in the World First race, next Sunday would be Retribution Paladins, and then the World First would be after that, depending on when KJ dies. We'll see. So, but YouTube stats. Getting off track here. Unfortunately, not a lot has changed on my YouTube channel in the last six months. You may have been following the, the YouTube apocalypse I had, where I lost thousands of subscribers, and then now I've just regained them. So, six months ago, I was sitting under... 67,000 subscriptions on YouTube. Today, six months later, we're basically at 67,000 subs on YouTube. When YouTube changed their algorithm, and we're probably kicking out tons of bots and dead accounts, I had lost thousands. But I have regained them. I think the biggest gain has just been the... Obviously doing the show every... Monday is helpful, but I think making the discussion videos will be really helpful because I think that's the key to YouTube. A lot of the YouTube's audience is older, and unless you're one of those, I don't know how they're called. There are some like new trending YouTubers that are like massive that were Viners before Vine died. Now they're on YouTube, and they brought over their millions of Vine followers to YouTube now, and there's this like. Uh, Matt Pat calls it Gen 4 of YouTube, which um, their their stuff is awful to me, and it's super clickbait nonsense, and I'll go into clickbait in a minute, and uh, their channels have, are just massive, and there are other WoW-focused or oriented channels that have started up after mine, and are now larger than mine because of their, whatever they, they practice or whatever they do. But I think the key in that is discussion video. I think people, I mean, in my age group, a little younger, a little older than me, like talking videos. Videos that have points and discussions, like you listen to in the car on the way, you know, to do grocery shopping or whatever. You just pop it on your phone or um, you plop it on when you're at home and it's sort of background radio, right? So discussion videos, I think, will hopefully uh, move the channel forward. So we had the the positive thing though, which is the weird part of YouTube stats, right? I had to break this down. December 2016. 
we had 6.7 million views on the channel. We're currently, however, right now sitting at 12.1 million. We have almost doubled the views on the channel in six months. So the Legion stuff at the end of last year into this year, the um, the discussion video I just made obviously has a huge impact, and all the Legion shows are doing well. So, oh, Fresh K just exploded. Polmar with the tier three. Did you upgrade to tier three, Polmar? That's you weren't a tier three sub to begin with, were you? Sixteen months in a row, definitely final. It's the kill in chat for sure. Freshka just got totally destroyed. <laughs> um, so, 6.7 million views last year to 12.1. So the channel is being viewed by more people. The overall watch time... I couldn't really calculate overall watch time up to last year because I'm bad at math. But overall channel watch time is now up to 2.6 billion, with a B, billion hours watched. It's like 156 billion minutes, so it's yeah, like 2.6 billion hours watched. Which is 296 years and 200, well, 296 years, 221 days worth of time has been spent watching my channel. Which is actually, looking at my channel, right, and how small it is, having almost a cumulative amount in four years of 300 years of time watched of my stuff is still freaking ridiculous. It's actually just stupid ridiculous. I can't even, I, I can't think that the stuff that I've made and put together with my friends or without over the past four years has totaled up to the lifespan of almost like four human beings on average, right? Because we don't, we don't live a hundred years on average. It's so dumb. We have 107,000 likes on the channel and only 5,400 dislikes, which is a pretty good ratio. If someone wants to do the math on that right now, I would imagine it's like 97% like ratio. So 107,000 likes versus 5,400 dislikes. So overall, I think I'm still making things people enjoy. However, there was a video. There was a boy. A very strange in Anyway, Moulin Rouge. Um, there was a video that I recently made that you may or may not have watched. Uh, this one. <clears throat> My YouTube region's a little bit messed up. But let's squish this down here. Let's just... There we go. Uh, this video came up recently. And it's funny to see what the up next video is, because that's what my, uh... <sighs> this has been one of, this was a test in viral-ish videos. And I didn't mean for it to. I actually have, uh, since then, removed part of the, uh, the title. And as you see right now, as I'm making this video, it's at almost 57,000 views, which is a lot of views for my channel. Right? But look at the likes and dislikes. It's three dislikes over the 50% mark. And I made a, um, I made a pinned tweet here 
that uh, someone opens 100 fake trinkets on the PTR and no one bats an eye. Bay opens 31 real trinkets on the live realm and everyone loses their minds. It's one of my most commented videos I've ever made, ever, on the channel. Uh, it is rather back and forth between those that just watched it as a Twitch VOD, which it was, versus those that thought I took way too long opening all the trinkets and that I have dumb hair and that I should learn to edit videos or... I even, like, went through the video. It took me about seven-ish minutes to open 31 trinkets, which means I opened roughly three a minute, and that's too slow. And the thing is, Murgle's video... Uh, a smaller YouTuber that opened 100 on the PTR, right? So he just copied his character over and copied over and copied over and copied over and just like bought trinkets and then made a new character or whatever. He cut out all those pieces and just opened trinkets and then cut to the next whatever. Um, those are all fake. And Murgle opens things, usually on the PTR, to test drop rates. That's what I've gathered from looking through a few of his videos. But it's all fake, right? It's not real. It doesn't impact his character. It's all in the PTR realm. It doesn't have any real relevance to his actual progression in World of Warcraft. Whereas mine, I saved up for months in real game, Nether Shards, to make and open 31 trinkets. And they got like one to two really good ones. And the whole like, it's kind of clickbait is because if you look here, I made what I would consider kind of a clickbait thumbnail. Which is a strategy on YouTube. And those of you that have been around for a while, did you have a question you wanted us to answer through dislikes or likes on the video, though? Um, well, that's, 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 that's what's fine. Like, 500 or so likes and dislikes for 57,000 views, though? Like, it did its job, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, click, clickbait. Um, you spell it like this. You, you do, you do click, you do click, bait, like that. Like that, Bink. B-A-Y, capital with a T at the end. And the, I used my final, my final lewd, and I cut out a chunk from chat, and I made a huge blowing up with what I opened, and he's done it! Right? Like, Clickbait text, exasperated, you know, <gasps> face. And even though the, the final lewd sort of serves a purpose with both, right? And, uh, or yeah, clickbait with the apostrophe D. I, um, I, it's just so weird. I didn't intend for it to happen like that, but it did. And, uh, it's fine though. It's, it's statistics, analytics, it's, it's something different I've never really done before. But that's why I turned it around, and now I'm making the, the you know, Bay Talks About series. And I haven't made a Twitch VOD in a long time. But it's funny. That broadcast that night was probably like 9 to 10 hours, right? Sort of the standard. And that's 16 minutes of a huge stream. It's a Twitch VOD. It's in the top bar. It's in the description box. Whatever. YouTube's weird. So uh, where do I go next with that? I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to dabble in that side of YouTube again. Just to the fact that that's really ugly side of YouTube, where people are just really rude and toxic for no reason. I've banned a couple people. Other comments, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You can be rude to me. I don't care. Like, I don't know who you are. If you don't want to watch any of my other videos, I don't care. Whatever. I don't need you and your validation and your toxicity on my channel. 
because overall my channel is very positive and it's not a confrontational place, so it's fine. Uh, Twitter stats real quick. We were close, as I put in the notes, to 20,000 Twitter followers six months ago. Now we're currently at 20,125. And uh, Twitter's weird. There are tons of bots on Twitter. Right before this show, I actually reported and banned like four porn bots. It just happens all the time. So I bet a lot of my um, followers or a, a good portion of them were bots. So that's fine. And uh, Facebook stats. We were under 5k likes on Facebook. We were creeping towards 5k. Right now we're only at 4,760 likes on Facebook. Just sort of a repository for things. I don't really do anything on Facebook, really. But Facebook exists. And, um... And that's all my stats, I think. I've been talking for like a solid hour and a half. So we're, we're basically at the 90-minute time that I wanted to wrap up on. But um, if you guys have any questions or thoughts or just open suggestions or feedback you want to give me, then then please let me know. Bay is a nerd, says Israfel. Good feedback. The Bay, you've done it! Yeah. That's a clickbait thumbnail, so to be honest, the hate was expected. I suppose, yeah. That's my first thumbnail that I made in that regard, so... You're about to lose internet. Are you going to do Bay best of one YouTube from the Twitch Um, so that's a thing. The, the Twitch Clips Discord channel exists. And we've gotten quite a few Twitch Clips now that I'll probably... The, a big thing that broadcasters do right now is they'll take a month of clips and make like a four to five minute video of those clips, right? Because you, you know, roughly three clips a minute, right? Um, so if you're watching the live stream... Make clips of stupid, amazing, dorky, nonsensical, cringy, creepy moments. And when you make a clip on Twitch, put it in the the clips channel on Discord so I don't lose it. Putting a title or like a what happens in that clip and then posting it helps as well. But I think all the ones up to this point, there are some gems. <laughs> there are some gems I can go through sometime soon. Download them all. And then just make like a really guerrilla style edit and just slap them all together if you want to watch them all. Because there are some really funny moments that have... That, oh, man. Uh, yeah. So I'll do that sometime soon, I think. Give you some Twitter followers, Bink? Well, I've been on Twitter... I think I've been on Twitter longer than you. I also push my Twitter. I don't know. I mean, some of the the Discord folks actually have lots of uh, Twitter followers. Depends on what you what you push out there. So, um, Bay, just because I try and seduce you on Twitter doesn't mean I'm a porn bot. Call your Bay discussion video series Baywatch. I was thinking about doing Baywatch, but that would actually um, combat with how YouTube looks up videos, and I don't want my videos to show up in that category because they're not related to the movie or the series Baywatch. So they actually might clash not in a good way. So uh, it wasn't hate. It was more jealousy. If you'd seen any of the videos, they always have salt. I know, Pulmar. That's why, again, beginning of this episode, YouTube doesn't care about likes and dislikes. All they care about is watch minutes. So... And we just tuned in. Hi, Antico. Sorry if it was old news question, but I've lost track of it. What happened to war crimes? 
I opened the show with War Crimes announcements just to resummarize. It's basically on hold. The, the program to make War Crimes happen doesn't exist, and War Crimes itself would cost way more money than I currently have, especially because I'm technically fighting off bankruptcy due to the, my um, current tax situation. So if I can get out of debt and then grow the channel in a positive way to actually have the income to make War Crimes, then I, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. But it all just comes down to money, really. Tons of people do clickbait shit like that and don't get hate. I just think it's people's expectations of your channel being of higher quality. Well, but the video was just a stream clip of me that the thumbnail was made that way on purpose. But it also is like a funny thumbnail, right? It's just the reactions in Twitch chat when I opened the actual trigger that mattered. And then one of my own emotes, right? It's just the organization I did. It was an experiment. It was an experiment. Yeah, Control Bay for a day had so many clips, yeah. The avocado clip? Yeah, it's fine. But it wasn't, I mean, Carrick, it wasn't a a video that I made intentionally because it was just a live stream chunk. Like, in the video, I'm not prefacing it like I'm doing anything different. That's just a live stream. Like, the whole bit in the beginning with the, the PvP trinkets and the Nath situation and banning him, right? That's just my normal back and forth and banter with you guys in chat as a normal basis. It's, it's not, I didn't amp anything up or, or ham it up, right? That's just how I would have reacted normally. It's just, I got seven PvP trinkets and the first two were both PvP versus trinkets because Nath's fault. So, but yeah. Yeah, I thought the drops were fun. The point of the video was with the lols with the chat. That's why when you guys were reacting, I brought chat into the video. So it wasn't even like I thought of that before. So talking about Control Bay for a day, where is Fresh Kid? He needs to learn how to spell my name. <laughs> Did you go back and watch it? Yeah. What's up, Big Steve? I said to you the other night, I enjoyed watching your streams and honestly wish you all the success in the world, but I don't subscribe to any streamers, to be honest, because I just don't feel, I don't see what I get out of it. Um, I went over that. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm reading more of what uh, Bink was saying. I went over sort of that whole thing earlier, but to summarize, you don't have to subscribe to broadcasters. You don't have to. The only major benefit you get on my channel for subscribing, there are three things. A, or one, the emotes, right? And contributing down the load to more emotes. On to, if you care about emotes. Uh, two is that you will be immune to slow mode if I ever have really big shows or if I ever had to put the chat on slow mode because of whatever reason, you're immune to that. And the third is that you just help toss a few bits my way, bones, dollars, etc., my way to keep me doing what I'm doing. YouTube doesn't really make any money anymore. Unless I make, like, all videos like that that get 60,000 views or whatever, which I'm not going to do. Um, so, that's why Patreon has things on it, right? Show notes, BTS, uh, work in progress things, and the extra podcasts. It has things that you're technically supporting and paying for that you get back in return, right? Normally, you when you go to somewhere... You go to Starbucks, you buy a Frappuccino, you turn green money into said Frappuccino on the internet, you turn your five bucks into more podcasts or whatever have you, right? So those are the three things. 
just being and watching broadcasts and the lifeblood of broadcasting is lurkers helps raise viewer counts and helps the success of the exposure of the stream and helps the broadcaster then find new viewers based on their viewer numbers. Normally the more viewers on a broadcast, like I'm only in the IRL channel right now and I'm just kind of doing this like one man Q and a update show is that, you know, the more people watching a stream that normally means the better the broadcaster, not, not always, not always, but normally it does mean that the broadcaster either has more of a community around him or them or her or whatever their group, right? Again, geek and sundry, critical role, etc. Um, and that usually attracts other people. So, yeah, <clears throat> you can't wait for a video of him running with those red lifesavers in his hand, wearing some red shorts and a final boss. What are you talking about, Polmar? What was that? What is this? What is happening? What is Polmar talking about? Um, you banned Nath. It's about time. Next is Gorhal. Nath wasn't banned, really, though. It was just a joke. Um, do we ever have a slow mode? I've only had slow modes on the dev interviews, which I don't think I'm going to get to do anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll have to see. If you want your favorite content creators to keep creating content, then it's worth it to contribute. That's sort of how it works nowadays. Everything is crowdfunded. The internet money isn't there anymore because there's much more competition. So if you want so-and-so to keep making so-and-so that you like, then you have to toss them a couple bones. Orange mocha frappuccino. Ugh. What is that? How do you explain soda popping then? I don't know. Chance follows me on Twitter. I don't have a problem with him. I think his starting out on Twitch was very toxic, but he attracted his own group of people. He does his own thing. He doesn't hurt anybody. Hopefully he doesn't hurt anybody. Probably hurts himself more. So I don't know. That's the side thing. Like I have no, I have no quarrels with any broadcasters. I'll have opinions about them, but I have no quarrels with anybody. I don't think so yeah <clears throat> hmm. but as long as you're not hurting anybody or being like a malicious asshole to anything else then do your own thing right like i the pillar of final boss tv what i've created here is a friendly non-confrontational environment to to mostly enjoy and talk about and grow and learn and from my edge entertainer side about world of warcraft and then of course just the other games. Every broadcaster's main goal, build a foundation on your main game or your main product, but then people tune in to you, to me, to whatever, because of them, not the game they're playing. So. Um, you just resubbed how is enhancement right now? Much better. 725 enhancement? Great. Get some final rights in chat for enhancement right now. Yeah, enhancement shamans are great. They're fine. Middle of the pack in terms of damage, which is what you want to be. So why don't you think you'll get a, any more dev interviews? Because Blizzard does their own dev interviews now. Blizzard does their dev interviews with lore. They do their own. Even though Jesse Cox and Crendor just made a dev interview with, with Ian. So I don't know. <laughs> but they're also Jesse Cox and Crendor. So yeah. You have a problem with me, though, Bay, and I'm a massive streamer? 
Well, I gave I gave shout outs and love earlier in the broadcast to uh, Preach and Novel. They are they are easily two of uh, my best butt buddies out there. So shout out to those those stupid nerds. Keep doing what they're doing, making beautiful things. I mean, I I was a fan of both Preach and Novel stuff before I even started working on Twitch and YouTube, right? So I still listen to Novel's videos or Preach's videos. Like, I'm still a fan of theirs, even though I'm, like, friends slash colleagues with them as well, so. Wait, what did you say? We cannot forget the most important part of Final Boss, the glorious beard and mane. Well, I was actually thinking about shaving it all off soon. I don't think my lip structure works for the mustache. And, uh, I think the, only, the best part of my whole facial structure is, like, the Wolverine tips and the goatee. So, I don't really know if I... This is this is just like 5 o'clock shadowish kind of stuff. It's just trimmed. Hmm. Don't... You will look 5. Problem with that? <laughs> Have you ever heard... Ever had a situation where someone tried to instigate a quarrel between you and another YouTuber or streamer? No? I don't particularly... I'm not fond of Asmund Gold's streams, but I have no problem with Asmund. Like, his videos are fine. He was on my show before with Belly Alert. Like, I have no problems. I don't know if anyone tried to to instigate something. I don't really know. Um, I saw an interview here with Nobel and Preach in the past and it drew me to the channel. Oh, that's how Polmar gets here? And now you're giving me $25 a month, Polmar? You got ripped off. Yeah, and Sloopbag had a dev interview. Bellyler had a dev interview. Yeah. And Quirky Maru? First time chatter and semi-new watcher. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Well, this is a solo podcast. Every six months or so, we'll do this kind of a deal. They're asking questions like, are dragons banging and making babbies still? Oh, I'm peeping that. After this, cut to YouTube. Smoothie. Maybe an Instagram video of what's my smoothie. Again, shout out to Daily Harvest for making me a shirt. Um, and I'm watching that video. If Jesse Cox and Crendor, I don't know why I keep saying Jesse Cox and Crendor, it's just Cox and Crendor. If they're talking about dragon sex, I am in. Not in the dragon sex, I'm just in the conversation about dragon sex. Anyway. Blizzard likes their interviews the, that way so they can keep it scripted. Yeah. Ken wants to know, can I be a butt buddy? No. My dream is to be Bay's butt buddy? Nope. Can you're already queen butt? I don't know about no, no, no. I don't know about that. But you're you'll look so young. Oh what? I'm been 32 years old. I I mean I have I don't know what it is. Like it's just like my Polishness or or just like I don't know. I'm just like I still feel like I look like a kid. But look at my hands. These are like kid hands. And look at this face. Um. I don't know. My white balance might actually be a little off today because I have this up, but it's not black background right now. So, also, is it weird that when I go like this, the uh, the rendering of the little squares looks funny? With my whatever. Beard mythic down on July second. Oh my god, shave it all off. When you said shave it off, I was wait. Don't touch the hair. No, no, no. I'm just just the facial hair. Just the facial hair. Asmongold is pretty freaking funny, but he's a bit of a troll. Yeah. That's Asmund. I don't watch his live stream. 
I don't need to watch him slam cupcakes into his face for views. Like, I don't give a crap. Like, let him do what he wants to do. He's not hurting anybody. He's hurting his future living as a human being, eating all that garbage food he eats as sort of like a healthy nut. I, uh, I feel for his internals with all the junk he's eating, but whatever. Maybe he has a, a seven-year-old's metabolism. But, uh, Bay will literally turn six if he shaves his face off. Bay and his little baby hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the goatee needs a trim, if we're being honest. Woman opinion. I just trimmed it! Right before the show, Zillions. This is trimmed. I even trimmed it in, and then I trimmed the sides, and I took off, like, a little bit on the bottom. So it's all even. What the? This is trimmed! Zillions! Trim the chin. No, that's not... No, no hashtag trim the chin. Get out of here. Bay is eight years older than me. Wow, you're so old. Is Mythic Avatar really mathematically impossible? Um, Mythic Avatar has seven Shadow Blades, five Touch of Sargeras Fissures, and three Conduits that spawn. One needs to get blocked by the Maiden, and two need to get blocked by your face. But when you're blocking the bad conduits, it nerfs your healing and your damage. So you, you have to, like, nerf your healers, but then nerf your damage. So you lose damage regardless, almost, all the time. And you don't get much uptime on him because you have to be soaking or running away from his AoE explosion. So getting him to, like, sub 35 to 30% right now in six minutes is a ton of damage. But even that aside... Usually mythic end bosses have the same mythic 20 man, right? Have the same HP as uh 30 man heroic. That's how it usually usually evens out. If you do a 30 man heroic, 20 man mythic, same HP. Which means that Mythic Kill Jaden may have like 9 billion HP. And you have 10 minutes to kill him. And technically, you only have eight because you've got about a minute of the first intermission and the minute of the second intermission. Granted, the second intermission with Illidan, you can make it go much faster. So if you were to take that into account, let's say you have 90 less seconds. So you have eight and a half minutes to do nine billion damage to him. That's a lot of HP. And there might be a mythic only phase. So, that's just early information that we can gather from, like, Dungeon Journal, past bosses, etc. The Dungeon Journal doesn't have any inclination of Mythic-only phase. The only change is that during Illidan's phase, those uh, void spheres can fall and knock you across the platform. So, you have to have people watching the corners to not get knocked off the platform. So, I don't really know, like, assuming no secret phase, of course, that and there is... Nine-ish billion HP in eight and a half minutes. I'm, I don't know if raids do a billion DPS right now. Or whatever equivalent to doing a billion damage a minute, right? Like, how? that's a lot of raid DPS. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. So, yeah. I mean, I'm on Mythic Sisters. Hopefully, we'll have Sisters down tomorrow's raid on Monday. Plus, maybe even... The uh, Desolate Host, because Desolate Host on Mythic is basically just like a like a slightly tweaked up heroic. And you can sort of 
Mythic Scenarius desolate host on Mythic and just like tank ads in the back of the room and ignore them the whole fight and just tunnel the bosses. So that's Monday's raid. So we'll see about that. So anything else? I was looking for like any suggestions or feedback that you guys have, like if I'm doing things good or doing things wrong. You would need to average around, well, that's around 16 and a half to 17 million raid DPS. So that's, is that even possible? You have two tanks and four healers. You only have 14 DPS. So each DPS has to be doing around 1.5 million DPS. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Woo! How do you feel about the progression of, of TOS Mythic Race? It's fine. The first four or five bosses are always easier. And because there's only nine bosses in the tier, you have to kind of imagine that the first handful will be throwaways in a way. They're not easy, though. I've killed three Mythic already, and we're working on the fourth. And uh, videos are on the channel right now. You can watch them if you haven't missed them. But um, they uh, it looks fine. I mean, honestly, boss Mistress Sasveen, Mistress Sassy, she's boss six, essentially. Uh, bosses, she is the first, like, major boss. And then apparently Maiden is kind of gimmicky, and you can kind of, like, just YOLO it, apparently. And then you have two really hard bosses. It's really how it goes. You know, look at back at, like, people were complaining about how fast people have progressed through Mythic Tomb of Sargeras, but look back at, like, Siege of Orgrimmar. I had 13 bosses, right? If my math serves me properly. I walked in like first night and killed six bosses on, on Mythic. Back then it was heroic. Like the first half of every raid will always get dunked on. This is how it is. This is how it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. One million DPS. I can't. How do you do it like this? It's terrible. Do a show on raid bots. I am going to do probably a Bay Talks with on raid bots and make a little guide video about raid bots. Yep. That's on the horizon. Looking forward to second parse on all the classes, especially the rogue. Don't think it's the strongest episode last pass. Yeah, I agree. Rogue and Guardian Druid were probably my mm, shows. What is elemental stat priority and talents for raiding? Uh, go to stormearthandlava.com. There are three different builds of Elemental Shaman, and they each have different stat priorities. They're all laid out on stormearthandlava.com. Amazing resource for Elemental Shamans. Are you tired of doing splits for the sake of progression yet? We only do one, or we do two splits. They're fine. No, they're, they're really fine. Yeah, sisters... Mistress, Avatar, and presumably KJ are where everyone is stuck. Uh, Sisters isn't really a stuck boss. You can just learn the dance. It's very dance heavy. So learn the dance. Method and other guilds are stuck on Avatar of Sargeras. It's like a really big gear check. And Method is currently running Mythic Pluses to get gear for Avatar until Mythic re-clears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Mythic Avatar is a huge DPS check. And uh, Kill Jade will be even worse, so... MMO Champion was memeing that Avatar was mathematically impossible at the current levels of gear. Well, I, that's what I brought up in the show, Oct. I brought that up, that it's mathematically impossible. It looks not possible. So, but I also was talking to a buddy of mine about Mythic Avatar, and it just looks like one of those Mythic fights they've just made harder just to make harder. I mean, 
three shadow blades to seven. Okay. Three touch of Sargeras to five. That means you need to do groups of four to soak them or groups of five with one immunity soak or two immunity soaks. Probably, probably immunity soaks. While also having to run away, while having to also DPS down Maiden Shield, while having to soak three conduits. Like, they just made it harder just to make it harder. Like, a lot of the math in the fight, like, the coordination is fine, but that doesn't always work out with math. Sometimes they overly mechanic-heavy a fight to make it harder on Mythic, but then that makes the math impossible. So we'll see. We'll see. Raybob's helped me with the data for those stat weight charts for the week. Yo, Serial is a beast, Bink. I've talked to him on Discord quite a bit, so that's why I want to make a show, um, or at least a, a Bay Talks with uh, about raid bots for sure. It's fantastic. I'm loving everything on the channel and your personality. Hopefully I can keep tossing my chips in your face hole. Come for the WoW, stay for everything else. Well, hopefully... I talked about Bay's Adventure earlier and the evolution of that series. I talked about Mass Effect Andromeda earlier. I talked about Anthem, The Division, and soon Destiny 2 on the horizon. So if you've missed parts of this episode, then you can go check those again. Use raid bots when I need to compare 30 different gear pieces. It takes me like two hours to complete the SimCraft for my best my on my beast machine. It's like half an hour on just the queue waiting. Oh yeah. I use raid bots on stream all the time right now. So what if they're overtuned it on purpose so that they're a bunch of guilds get stuck on seven of nine that the U.S. had a chance to catch up? They don't care about that. Overtuned could definitely be a thing. That's that's a standard Blizzard trope. Look at Elisand. Look at Star Augur. They were both overtuned. So we'll see. Uh, is that going to result in an emote of chips being thrown in Bay's mouth? Maybe. Megan! Megan! That's my emo artist, I'll ask her. But, um, most of the chats with Morgan Day, high up raid design guy, I've seen, he was implying Tomb was going to be kind of easy versus Nighthold. Yeah, the first six bosses, seven bosses, maybe. I would, I would say five, but, because Mistress is not easy. How does Charm of the Rising Tide work? Says haste builds up as long as you're stationary when I move Buff stays and continues to stack. Oh, I have no idea. Is that a trinket or something? Just an avatar we were talking about being currently impossible. Yeah, avatar. But if if Mythic Kill Jaden again has 9 billion HP and a 10 minute enrage timer and you can't even attack the boss for up to 2 minutes of that 10 minutes, then good luck doing 9 billion HP points of damage in 8 minutes. I mean, you just need more tier 20. You need a tier you need more tier 20 mythic gear right you need more mythic tomb gear which is how raid is supposed to work you clear as far as you can brick wall you know you clear all your heroic whatever it's just that the titan forging nonsense comes down to a problem um so whatever yeah seven of nine wasn't the math problem prominent issues in hfc a lot of end bosses tyrant manoroth archimod had pretty high gear checks quite a lot of reclears yeah manoroth did archimond got cheesed by the legendary ring but Ma manoroth was was pretty tough manoroth's dance and damage requirement pretty high i don't think archimon's damage requirement was definitely higher outside of the nether phase but the legendary ring changed up so many 
things in uh, last expansion that it's hard to like really say what was the thing. So, hi Nick. But uh, that's gonna do it. I think we're at about I said ninety minutes, but I think we're doing two hours. But I do not want to have this run any longer because I love you guys, and I realize that this is a huge amount of just me talking about everything else. But I thank you all for tuning in today. Oh goodness. Again, check the links down below, the description box down below. Let me give a quick little ending shout out here during the course of, uh, was that, wait, Saturday? Hold on. What? Oh, that was the tail end of the last broadcast into today. Somewhere in the ballpark of 90 follows. Only about 10 during the show today. And real quick, let me see. Oh, I was also just linked that um, <laughs> I was just linked that the Chinese guild is exploiting on Avatar. Can we not go a raid tier without exploits? I guess not. But anyway, Jason, Captain Random, Bob, Fresh Kid, Rindar, Polmar, all thank you for the subs and resubs during the actual show today. Everyone else for the follows that have been popped up here on the side. The bit battle going on here in the middle here. And um, ends justify the means until you get banned. <laughs> oh, China. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. But thank you all very much for tuning in. I'm going to hit this button right there. So, <sighs> goodness me. I would go over here. I'm going to go bloop. So thank you all very much for tuning in episode number 146. Sort of the, the six-month sort of catch-up, Q&A, feedback, suggestion, thought bubbling. We talked about upcoming games, side content, main content, stats, all that good stuff. So thank you all very much if you, if you lasted this long. Again, big shout-out everyone that keeps the show rolling over on the Patreon page. It's, I know I got a broken record a little bit, but I'm really happy that I've taken to creating the extra podcasts and doubling my workload for the show. There's not a BTS podcast for this episode, of course, it's just me. But if you are interested in more shows, there are 19 currently, and uh, you can go check those out over on the Patreon page if you would like. Thank you very much for that. Again, my name is Adam K. K. Bay. I run like 95% of this whole shebang with some help on YouTube things and hopefully a manager soon to help me work on scheduling and updates and artist communications and emails and working on the website and keeping my ducks in a row and crossing my T's and dotting my lowercase J's. But that's going to be it for today. Yeah, Q and Bay, basically. That was an idea I had for a show. You would say you would spell it Q and A, but you put a lowercase B and a lowercase Y around whatever. Stupid, stupid ideas. Um, ridiculous. But next week, Retribution Paladins, barring scheduling issues or conflict or if Mythic Kill Jaden suddenly dies. Other than that, Mythic Kill Jaden World First show on the horizon. Then we've got Prot Paladin, Enhancement Shaman, Mystery Monk, and Brewmaster Monk to wrap everything up. After all of that is said and done, I'll be taking a break from two to four Sundays in a row, probably in September, to not do any Sunday shows. I'll just still stream. I just want to take a my second vacation from the live show. And due to the fact that we're going to be in this expansion for so damn long, I don't imagine that we'll have plenty of time 
who have so much time to do a full second pass of... Is that a moth? Roommate goes outside and lets in the bugs. Just flew in front of my head. Um, it was like, meow. My brain. When I have no guests, I just get unruly. I can't keep myself in check. I'm my worst, my own worst enemy. Kind of like how doctors makes the worst patients. Yeah. But, um... Every show in the future, every spec in the future will have its own show. So Affliction, own show. Frost Mage, own show. Beast Mastery Hunter, own show, etc. So that means that 36 shows for the second pass of Legion, which will take a long time. So be patient as those start. But yeah, that's all I got for you today. Thank you very much for watching. I'll probably be in Discord later tonight, hanging out. If you want to join Discord, link in the channel guide, link down below. But until then, thank you very much for watching. Trusting your seal of artifact power. So I actually don't even know what the name of it's called. But until next everybody. Hi! I can't have everyone else wave at you because it's just me. I don't. All right, that's it for me.